With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Good. Hello, hello, hello. How are you guys doing? Good evening. I'm all good. I'm good. How's yep. Kieran? <laughs> Fantastic, as always. I haven't talked to you guys for uh, quite a time now. I think several months. Yeah, I missed the uh, Bunker Bastards meeting last mm-hmm. week, last two weeks ago, isn't it? Two weeks ago. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of the last time we actually met in person, Les. It was this year, wasn't it? We've, we've seen you this year. I think, yeah, it yeah, might, I think it might have been Steve's tournament earlier this year in oh, June. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. a good good event. I hope it's going to be more this year because my students are really um, interested. Mm. For yeah. those who don't know, it's the AKA Combat Karate tournament hosted by Steve Goodhand. Uh, and it's actually a really nice and friendly event. Uh, my guys really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I think you guys enjoyed it as well. Mm. We did, yeah. Yeah, so I a few students uh, entered that. And it, it's a, it, like you said, it's a good event. So there's not many of them about, really, is there, for, for the mm. kind of uh, tournament fighting that we want to do. Yeah, so it's a well-rounded sort of rule set, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a good one. Absolutely. So, close to MMA fight, isn't it? Um with the yeah. safe, safer and user friendly. <laughs> That's it. And I, I, I like the fact it's in gear as well, you know. So, you know, we, we, we've talked, Kieran and I have talked about karate combat before, and we, we'd, mm. we'd uh, like to see that gear tops. It's not mm-hmm. to see half naked men fighting, but I, I like <laughs> I like the gripping of the geese and stuff like that. So it, mm. it encourages more throwing, doesn't it? So, mm, yeah. Um, funny, funny you're bringing the. Um, Karate combat into it because I was um, thinking to ask you about 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 this because I'm watching it quite often and I don't I prefer one championships um, at yeah. the moment because yeah. they've got the bigger variety and I've got the feeling that the karate guys from nothing to take away from their skills but it's kind of haymakers and kind of with, without the like a plan it just goes and Whatever they yeah. I, I, I'd have to agree with you, Les. I think um, I, I watched the one championships most Friday, most Fridays, because mm. um, I, I really enjoyed the Muay Thai on there. And like you said, they've got uh, just uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu matches, mm. and they've got the MMA matches. So it's a really good, um, a really good event. Um, and as much as I do like karate combat, it's um, I, I was hoping it was going to bring um, like a, exp- a good exposure for good karate. But it's, mm. it's 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 not that clinical, is it? Like you're saying, no, it's, it, no. I think uh, when when they get a little desperate, <laughs> some some of the desperate techniques come out. So mm. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan, and and, and uh, there's been some brilliant fights in the one championship, hasn't there? So yeah, yeah. Every every day I'm watching something on YouTube, and and what I like as well is that on YouTube. 
they give a lot of fights for free. Nearly every fight or highlights are there compared to UFC uh, and yeah. the combat. There's much more material you can watch for free. Yeah. Yeah, somebody was telling me the other day that it's actually bigger than the UFC now. The, mm. I, don't, I don't know. I've not looked at it. You know, I've not looked at the figures, but yeah, the, the one championship is bigger. Not surprised. Yeah, because like I say, if they're giving it away for free, <laughs> why would it not be? So, yeah. yeah. What What's your preferred, Kieran? Well, honestly, I think prefer. I think I really like watching Muay Thai on one championship. I, I don't watch it quite as regularly as Brian, but when there's a big fight, um, you know, I, I love going through and watching because there's just so many. It's, it's just so many cool things happening, things you can pick up on. With karate combat, the fights are. I think they're le- they are much le- less often, and um, I do agree. Sometimes it does end up with the swinging matches, and then it's oh they'll grab each other, and then it'll be a case of oh who is off balance enough to get go to the floor at that point. And even then, I've seen it go either way. But I do like the the idea there of oh um, separating karate from MMA in that in karate combat. It will be okay. You're still trying to get on your feet. You're still trying to get your ground and pound, but you're not going into a, a ground submission match as well. So I think they both got their merits. Um, one championship, the Muay Thai, is a lot more entertaining, though. Mm. Absolutely, I would I would say that. But um, yeah. Kieran and I were actually going to talk. We were going to because we got a little podcast we started. I think we're two or three episodes in, <laughs> so it's not not as big as yours, Les. But we were going to wow. talk about um, Rafael Agaev um, yeah. as a fighter, you know, because he's he's a really short guy and he's often fighting. I don't know, he's about five seven or something like that. Five almost six. as five six, almost as tall as you, Les. <laughs> yep, almost. <laughs> and, uh, but he's um, he's phenomenal. You know, he's everybody talks about, and, I, and I'm not a big fan of the WKF and the points fighting, but he's transitioned from that, and he's I think is a is is fantastic. Um, yeah, he's really interesting. The, the last fight I saw, I think it was against somebody who was six one, and he just dominated the fight. He was getting inside the distance and and yeah, throwing him at every opportunity. He's so, rapid yeah. and ridiculously accurate. I see him with his hands low. He'll be out in a big stance, and then within a split second, he'll be in, fist in someone's jaw. It's just it, phenomenal the way he fights. Mm. He's got the, yeah, well, I like as well that they're using the the pit. I think the pit is a good idea because it doesn't yeah. limit you so much as the cage, and they can use it actually, you know, jumping off it and, and people laying on it, like kind of hiding and uh, avoiding the punches, rolling on it, shimming on it. Yeah. Uh, it is definitely an interesting concept. I I would like to see a bit more technical. I would like to see the kind of. Uh, we're going to venture into uh, Kieran's territory now, but I would like to see more like kudo style fighting. So mm-hmm. you know, a bit more because you can see there is still that kind of uh, WKF style of yeah. fighting: punch, punch out, punch, punch out. I would mm-hmm. like to see more kind of a grappling and throwing and and stuff on a level that kudo presents or yeah. MMA. I mean, when if you're talking kudo or even uh, kyokushin, uh, they are sort of defined a lot by their close quarters fighting in the pocket type of range as opposed to being out and then exploding in. So it is, I, I will say it's an interesting thing that uh, Karate Combat have decided to make uh, thigh kicks illegal. Mm. So I'm sure with your Les background as well, you're probably used to them every single day. So to make that, an illegal technique. It just feels a bit strange, if I'm being perfectly honest. 
Well, I was, I, was I was listening to Buzz Rutten explaining why they done it, um, and and they just want to differentialize them, differentialize themselves from the uh, kickboxing and Muay Thai. So just yeah, purely that. Then that I think that's a bit of a contradiction in itself because yeah. kickboxing in general, modern kickboxing, comes from um, a variation of karate anyway. So it comes from kickboxing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it, it, that feels like a bit of a contradiction. From a marketing point of view, I can understand, but from an actual combat point of view, I think it's a wasted opportunity. I think as well, it's because it's, it's, the roots are from Shotokan, mm. but they're kind of not used mm. to it. And no, that's generally generalizations. I'm sure there's yeah. groups of, of Shotokan that um, do the fire kicks and stuff, and they're pretty hard. But mm. in general, you know, the different different method of fighting. But anyway, it's good for karate, isn't it? I oh, think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so step away from the 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 shambles we saw at the Olympics, at least. You know, some people might disagree with that, but yeah, for, for me, it's, it's a positive move. You know, away from that. Mm, uh, definitely. Yeah, it's actually a funny thing on there. I, um, karate Combat actually put. A little, I think it was a good few months ago. They put a. Um, a video of that kick on there and everyone in the comments was just roasting the hell out of the WKF. And I just, I put a comment down like, this is just disgraceful. Karate at its worst. What's happening here? Mm. And even till, even today, months later, I'm still getting people liking or commenting. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. Just it, it, uh, unfortunately, uh, that sort of thing has just left a big um, stain on like sport karate's reputation. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, but you know, it's happening everywhere. If something is popular, it's gonna be um, taken down uh, and kind of watered down. You can. I was talking. I'm starting going back to BJJ next week, oh. and I was talking with the with a the coach there, and and we both agreed that um, you know more schools opening, the easier it is to sell the belts, and it's that watering that watering down. And it's getting worse and worse. So that was for karate yeah. in seventies, you know, it was really strong. Then more and more people get the opportunity to make money on belts and stuff. And we can see what's happening now. Taekwondo the same. Mm. Um, you can see they're really bad kickboxing schools as well. So the cost cost of popularity. Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen that mentioned in places as well about BJJ. Exactly what you said. Um, and and I think it, it was probably one of the longest or, or the arts where it took the longest time to get a black belt wasn't it bjj yeah. um yeah. it seemed to take forever to get a black belt which is cool it's good but yeah i don't i don't think that's the case as much in, in certain schools now is it no, so. no but um you've entering into kudo realms then now kieran and brand you as well or you just allowing your student to go and explore my yeah i mean my students can do what they want <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah yeah um but I, I've, I've dabbled in it, but not not to the extent Kieran has. So I've you know I've, I've gone to, to to Barry to visit Mal, who's a, a top bloke, awesome guy. Um, he's come to our dojo as well, and we did a joint seminar with Mal. But that's yeah. kind of as far as I've gone. We do we do kudo esque sparring in the club, but yeah, Kieran's Kieran's taken it um, a, a step further, so he can talk about his kudo journey. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So um, kudo for me first started obviously. We had uh, Mal and uh, his guys in our dojo um, soon after lockdown ended. 
I thought, you know, this sounds interesting. Uh, it sounds great. Uh, Brian, you've shown me videos from it before and it just looked incredible, the amount of skill and like ability of the athletes on display. So one day, I'm not even going to, I'm not joking about this. Uh, I was out, um, had a few drinks uh, with my parents in a pub and then I was going to go join my mates in another pub. And I thought halfway there when I was on the bus, I was like, I should message Mal. And I just uh-huh. sent Mal a message in Barry and just like, hey, can I come over? <laughs> and then a few weeks later, oh, about a month or so later, I was over in Barry, uh, first kudo session, and it was just brilliant. I mean, uh, for anyone listening who's not familiar with kudo rules, it's uh easiest way to describe it is MMA in a gi. It's um it's not strictly speaking MMA, it's more like a hybrid um full contact fighting. So punches kicks um uh judo techniques brazilian jiu-jitsu techniques um and quite um iconically because they wear those giant um uh, astronaut helmets. yeah <laughs> yeah they like i like calling it the astronaut helmet um headbutts and what's also sometimes a little bit forgotten at least on my end if you're fighting someone who's like a good weight category above you uh, you, if you're the smaller person, you have the right to kick the taller person right in their nuts. So, oh, is that? Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. a rule. It's a rule. I yeah. don't know how often it's followed, but um, anyway, from there, um, after a while, I started training at uh, Kudo Hertfordshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, trained there for um, somewhere between six to nine months. I, I, I lost track of that a bit. Uh, graded to my tenth Q there, and. Um, that's the thing in kudo when you start uh training your white belt which means ungraded mm-hmm. so in most like karate when you get a or judo or whatever when you get your first belt you're the first grade your white belt your 10th q or how however it goes but um in kudo you're no grade until you earn that grade mm-hmm. and i'll tell you what that that first grading that i did was ridiculously tough i mean um it's not the um the main body of the grading was um uh, different boxing kickboxing skills uh grappling um solo standing work but the fight at the end was all in it was after a good couple of hours it was all in full contact kyokushin uh nothing um any anything below the chin just punches and kicks only but it was some of the longest fights I've ever felt and it was just so tough but at the end of it I was just like yes who wants some more oh god I can't move my leg people people don't realize how knockdown is taxing on the body it's a it's 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 hard thing to to do mentally it's not uh, not so much physically although it is yes but as well but mentally it's very very taxing Mm, yeah, it's it's a it's a war of attrition. It's who's got the best conditioning and who's got the mindset mm. to stay in the fight longer than the other person. So that's what I sort of felt a bit there as well. Was okay if I'm this tired, they must be tired as well. So if I mm. act like I'm not tired, I might be winning the mental game a little bit yeah. too. So yeah, um, that was great. And um, unfortunately, Kudo Hertfordshire shut down for a little bit. Um, hoping that one day it will come back, but um. Uh, apart from that, I, me, Brian, and a couple of others from our club, we went to Barry as well um, earlier this year. 
And uh, earlier this year, I had the absolute pleasure of going to train with um, Kudo um, Bradford. I'm sorry, Kudo Yorkshire, which is also in Bradford. Yeah. So uh, Sensei Spen um, is absolutely brilliant. He's a uh, he's like a fifth dan in kickboxing. He's a third dan in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He heads up um, Kudo in the north and he's absolute class him and his guys they are phenomenal fighters mm. and he also held uh he hosted the uh grading which happened two months ago which again was a ridiculously tough grading which i had the pleasure of uh participating in and i got my ninth cue except this time it wasn't the kyokushin sparring this time it was kickboxing rules mm-hmm. Uh, which for some reason it's probably because the, the war of attrition was over and now it's the war of okay hit them and I can hit them in the head now I can hit them in the head it's not it's not just body shots so the the, the spar the fight it wasn't sparring I, sh- I should re- or should should correct that it when it's a kudo grading you're not sparring you're fighting you are fighting for the win in in um, training you're sparring. You're testing out techniques, you're playing with your partner, you're seeing what works. But in the kudo grading, you are fighting literally for that win because that's the main purpose of like um, kudo and competitions as well. You're fighting for the win. It's a combat sport. Mm. You're not fighting. You aren't. Philosophically, yeah, you're fighting for your self-improvement and that. But in the match, you're fighting to get and beat that other person which is the mindset that they install in every single kudoka. Yeah, we, we've got a very similar approach to, to fighting with technique, technically at least with the takedowns, punches and, you know. And we've done quite a lot of with the headgear, with the similar to them, plus that our normal black one, which I think Brian using the black crate as well, right? We tried it, yeah. Yeah, so I've, I've tried a few different sort of um, head guards. Um, I, I, go on. I, yeah, I, said, I was going to say that we, we decided to get rid of the um, headgear because it's very... Um, when you do grappling with them, the torsion of the neck, torque of the neck is unpleasant mm. and I uh, I don't like that. Um, yeah. It's a bit dangerous for what we do. So well, we reverted, reverted back to the uh, big gloves and lighter yeah. contact. Well, this is it. I, I, I found with head guards... Um, there, there is that issue, you know, when you start grappling. But also, I think um, if you're sparring, the, the, the head contact gets heavier. For some reason, you know, people see a head guard and they think, oh, I can punch them harder because they're wearing head guards. And people don't bother to defend that much. No, no, less less so. So, and I've found, so we, 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 when we're doing our sparring in the class, it's mostly kickboxing type sparring. Or we do like grappling, but if we're kickboxing, it's with 14-ounce gloves. And, you know, it's, it's improved my head movement, like you say, because I'm now defending my head, parrying. And, uh, whereas, yeah, with, with, with the head guards, not so much. <laughs> I can take that. That's all right. I don't and like the other thing is with the, We've got a few bubble ones. I'm finding that the, uh, when you switch from them to the gloves, your um, distance perception is off for some time. Because mm. you've got that, when you hit, the bubble hits, you've got that information that you've been hit. Mm, and yes. then people punching, yeah. not reaching in, but yeah. So there's always, always something. A trade-off, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do find the bubble ones it, it, for any of the headgear is is the better ones. 
I think yeah. the grills, when, you, when you're using the grills, you kind of only see from the chest up or, yeah. or from the waist up. You, you don't see what the feet are doing as much unless you're yeah. moving your head a lot. Yeah. But then we're using them for drills like, you know, or you've been knocked out and you've got a um, narrow vision because you, you're dizzy or this. They're really good for making you claustrophobic yeah. and panicky. Yes. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So we, we sometimes use them for, if we're doing, we don't do as much these days, actually, um, yeah. like self-protection. We, we, I've, I've reverted back to being a martial artist rather than trying to, you know, to teach self-protection. But if we're doing any sort of scenario self-protection type stuff, We'll, we'll use body armor and, head, and headgear for that because you know you can play the bad guy quite well with, with some some body armor and headgear. Um, but yes, yeah, I say more martial arts now <laughs> rather than self protection. It's a big it's a big wide subject, isn't it? So self protection. Yeah, I think I think we we all go through the different stages. You know, I started with the sport and moved into like. Um, uh, self defense, self protection that was interesting me now. I'm for health and stuff because you know, yeah, you went through it, you've done it, and you're optimizing all the time. Mm. Yeah, that's what Kieran is. Young. Yeah, yeah. Kieran is um, young, so he's still going for fighting. <laughs> still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, it's, it's such a big subject, self protection. I think it's one that you want to study yourself, isn't it? As much. Mm. So I think it's one of these things. We was talking with Bob and Andy the other day, um, and, and I think it's one of these things. It's good to set homework for your students if you feel it's something that you want them to do, you know, or if, if they're interested in it. So we've got recommended reading material for them, you know, or rec- you know, p- people that go to people for for self protection. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, it's, it's, I did the same. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's such a big subject. I mean, personally, for me, the martial arts side is just so much more fun. And as someone who like really finds like the like, being physically immensely rewarding to, you know, putting the gloves on, having a few rounds on the pads, having a good few sparring rounds, pushing yourself and pushing yourself. That's that that's an amazing thing. That's something that really pulls me into martial arts. But um yeah, the self-protection side is important, but for me it's a it's 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 gonna sound a little strange, but it feels a little bit overdone. I mean, I know think I think you've said Brian, you've quoted Ian, who's quoted um, uh, Jamie, Jamie Club. Jamie Club, yeah. Yeah, that you should really be treating it like a first aid course. It needs to be updated every so often. But if you're constantly just practicing and practicing, um, then, you know, it becomes not pointless, but it becomes a little bit, you know, what are you, Boring. what's your main training purpose? Yeah. Well, you're not, you're not, you're not trained to become a surgeon. You're, you're a first aider. So that's you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's something, something, something along those lines. And, and it's probably a little misquoted. <laughs> and uh, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. But then also for me, because I've been on so many seminars with yourself, Brian, with Andy, with Bob. Um, I've read a little black book of violence, which I've got on my shelf over there, which is not very little. I've um, read uh, what was that? Probably Rory Miller's stuff, I should imagine. One of, one of Rory Miller's. Uh, we've talked about this countless times over Zoom, over lockdown. I feel like personally for me, I've got enough uh, knowledge and knowledge that I've used to keep me out of trouble when I've been in tight spots. But um, it's not something that I want to practice day in, day out, because it just it just feels like if you're going to... If, you're going to practice uh, self-protection skills for every lesson. That's 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 fine, but then it feels like you're missing the variety that you can get with martial arts. Because 
we don't just stick to stand up. We move into grappling. We move into groundwork as well. We do joint locks. We do takedowns. You know, if we, I, I find if we are only going to just train that small bit, then it feels like we're neglecting all these other skills, which are just fun to do. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Are your brain still um, doubling up with Aikido or Aikido Aikijutsu? Yeah, yeah, still. Yeah, so in fact, so, so my my weekly training outside of the house, obviously, I do my my home training as well. But so it's, it's twice at the the, the karate club that we, we we run. So I say I run. I don't particularly run it myself now. You know, it's, it's um, Kieran's become a very good instructor now, and Luke's a good instructor at the club. So it's it's nice that. If I want a night off, there's, there's other people that can take over. Or, you know, if I'm there and I want to train, there's, there's two people that can train. Um, so I'm at the Aikido Jiu-Jitsu or Aikido Club once a week. And I'm, I'm kind of still dipping my toe in the combatives as well. So mm. after that big long talk about self-protection. <laughs> so I'm still, I'm still enjoying the, the urban combatives, but I'm tending to sort of go in there every other week or once a month, you know. So, mm. so yeah, another, you know, really enjoying. The, the 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 aikido still and the aikido jitsu so I've got a good instructor which which makes a difference so how because um kiran is doing as well judo as well right yeah mm-hmm. yeah um when lockdown ended i got into judo quite a bit um i ended up doing it for like a good two years but then dropped off because of more things in life and i've picked it up again recently and i think judo is a it's it's a great sport for anyone to get into i mean i've seen in my old club, I saw like people who were doing it from young age and as they grown up, like they're absolutely solid martial artists. It's a really um, universal sort of skill set as well. You can take those bits from judo and you can apply them anywhere. And at the same time, it's an Olympic sport. It's got funding. It's got classes everywhere you want to go. Mm. There's judo. There's always judo. Yeah, and so we're all very busy. I've got obviously two kids and uh, plus classes, teaching personal training and stuff like that. How do you guys um, maintain your energy levels and clarity, productivity with such a bit busy lives? Well, I, I, as the oldest one on this conversation, <laughs> I'd say it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, it's tough and it takes a lot of discipline. You know, this time of year is harder for me, actually. I was just saying to my wife earlier, because Tuesday night, I'm normally in the garage and I'll do a, a session on the weights or and maybe finish it off with a bag session. Um, but this time of the year, the garage, you, you've got a garage gym, haven't you, Les? The garage yeah. sucks at this time of year. So um, December, January, I sort of kind of slow down a bit. But, you know, it, it's discipline, isn't it? So, um, you know, I've, I've, I work, I'm a driving instructor by day, so I work nine till six, you know. And um, so if I want to, in the summertime, it's, it's not so bad. I'll get up at six o'clock in the morning and I'll be in the garage at half six. So you just find time to do it because one, I enjoy it. And two, I sit on my backside all day. So I have to do it, you know, so it's, it's one of those things. And, and to be, as an instructor, I want to be as on top of my game as I can be. So, you know, I want to be as fit as I can be, as strong as I can be for as long as I can be. And, um, mm. you know, it, it's, it's the motivation to do it, really. So, yeah, you find time to do it, don't you? So, and, and Kieran's in a recent, recent, I say recent, it's more than a recent relationship, so he probably has less time now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's the thing. Um, for me to keep my energy up, I mean, 
I always try and, you know, try and eat right. I try and like get out as much as I can now as fresh air. I mean, not as much now since it's cold, but um, I, I just try and keep myself going. And I feel like um, every now and then when I do stop, it does give me that, you know, brief moment to recharge my batteries because otherwise I'll just have a complete like moment where I'm just like, I can't do anything. So I need, uh, it is, it is a balance and I do find like trying, the big struggle for me as well, because I'm trying to, I do try to enter tournaments and that is always trying to keep my weight at a decent level because I'm five foot five, five foot six on a good day. And um, the problem is because I've um, for a good few years been lifting quite, not heavy, heavy weights, but because I've been into quite a lot of weightlifting I've put on more on my smaller frame than if I would have without. So when I go into tournaments, I'm uh, not recently, but before I was against guys who are a lot taller than me and a lot bigger than me. So it's a, uh, yeah, the reach there isn't quite uh, the same. So <laughs> it's uh, it's an unfortunate thing, but um, yeah, it, it is balance. And it is also for me at the same time, it's when to say, no, I need a day off from the gym. Mm-hmm. No, I I can't uh, do this. I can't do that. I've got to make the right compromises because, you know, work, life, um, training, cleaning up the house, which I'm obsessed with making sure there's no dust everywhere. So, <laughs> yeah, well, it, it is a struggle. So talking about keeping, keeping the weight down, uh, is it earlier this year, Les, that you cut out all the sugar? Yeah, and you got so, in pretty yeah. good shape, you know. So yeah, you know, well, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> I got back on sugar. Crept <laughs> in, you know, with with yeah. kids and, and so just one one M M&M and M at a time, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, now, now free 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 mince pies yesterday. <laughs> oh, it's that time of year as well, isn't it? Yeah, I, I had two today. Um, yeah, I had two mince pies today myself. Um, Les, I'm <laughs> I never actually understood the ins and outs of that. So. With no sugar, does that also mean no fruit? Because you know, fruit is quite no, high, no, no, no. got quite high sugar. So how That's, does that work? No, my my problem was eating ex- excess sugar, right? Coming back and having a whole jar of Nutella plus some chocolate and stuff like that. So I just cut that one out. Um, I had nor- normal, so I didn't cut. You know, of course, I looked on the uh, lower sugar content for about a week or two, but then I decided that if I just cut out the extra amount of sugar I eat is going to be plenty and it had a huge impact so I managed to do it for 10 weeks first six weeks was um, very tiring my joints ached I had a like flu-like colds mood swings huge mood swings um, but then I felt amazing I started kicking really high my hips stopped aching my knees wow. stopped aching um, and kicking high stayed with me my guy still saying I can kick but um, my knee pain is starting to get me back Actually, today and a couple of days ago, I noticed that I've got the, like a hot patches on the knees. I can feel it where the inflammation is. So I said to my wife today, oh, I'm going to start um, again not eating sugar because at least now I've got the know exactly what bothers me, right? Because I had that yeah. 10 weeks without sugar. And I felt great. And I'm back to eating sugar now for a few weeks and it's shit again. Yeah, maybe January so, would be a good time to do that, Les. Yeah, so I said to her, yeah, she said, yeah, you know, that's the stupidest time to, yeah. <laughs> to go just before Christmas because of the sugar high. But, you know, recently I picked up um, quite a lot of personal training clients. I've got a few more sessions and I dropped coffee as well. So recently I've been quite 
really down on energy. Mm. But I've, I found a thing called Magic Mind, um, which we're cooperating now with. And they've got a productivity shot. Um, and it really, really is really, really nice. I tried it for that's eight days now. And after six, seven days, I feel the boost of energy. So it's like a coffee shot in the morning. You can drink it with coffee, but it's got the, like a mocha tea, a mocha tea, whatever you, however you pronounce it. Mm. And it, it's like a slow boost of um, caffeine and other stuff in it. You've got lots of in- ingredients like, you know, um, boca minori, which is nootropic that improves your attention span. It's got ashwagandha, which reduces stress and, ex- and anxiety, the Leon's main mushroom and lots of other stuff. And I was kind of not not so sure about it, but after six days, it's got a nice um, boost um, of energy, but it's like a slower energy. It's not like, you know, with coffee, I had a shot of coffee, super high, yeah, yeah. and then being thirsty. This one doesn't have something like that. It just slowly... Uh, improves your mood and and you know it's like a, give you a shot of productivity so i really enjoy it now and, and it's nice tasty um and it i think it improves my mind as well you know i was thinking about the driving the other day to pick up my friends at night and i wasn't really tired you can like focus you know how it is brian when you're driving yeah, yeah. it's getting getting tired and yeah. um yeah so the guy seems to be really nice um it's it's very cheap, uh, and I've got a uh, discount on it, and I've got a code. So if anybody would like to try the Magic Minds, um, you can go to www.magicmind.com forward slash anxious BB, and you can have a, a up to 40 to 50% off from your first subscription if you want to go for subscription. And then if you use uh, promo code anxious BB20, you can have a uh, 20% off the first purchase. Well, I really, really recommend it. Um, it works for me, worth a try. You know, if you don't like it, then you don't have to use it. But they're really, really keen on quality of it and keeping people happy. So if mm. anybody likes it, there will be links in the description as well. And um, I'm happy with it. Sounds interesting. Yeah, sounds interesting. So worth worth giving it a shot. I think. Um, a so, shot. Hey. A shot. <laughs> so when, <laughs> so when, when, when you stopped coffee, was that for the caffeine thing? Was it, or was it? Yeah, because my my well, when Max was born, he doesn't didn't want to sleep at all. So I went up to seven, eight shots of um, cups of coffee. So you know, wow. yeah. really like really yeah, hyper. Yeah. And then yeah. I drop it, drop it completely. And for a year or two, I felt really good in the morning. But now with all the work, I think it's the work, you know, I've got like three, yeah. four personal training clients plus teaching classes, teaching with disabled, teaching with people with mental health. And it's recently I've been really drained in the morning. Kids were not helping either. And and, and this has mm. kind of balanced me out. So so I enjoy yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, because I stopped, I stopped caffeine a couple of years ago. Just uh, through lockdown, I was drinking so much tea and coffee. Mm. I started to get a reaction to caffeine. So I didn't, I didn't realize that's what it was. And then, yeah, I, I had to start, start cutting things out to find out why I was constantly coughing. I thought it was like a, a COVID thing. But in mm. the end, it's just such a weird thing. When I stopped, uh, having caffeine, the cough went. So mm. 
Wow. Yeah, cool. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm capping. I've been capping free for for a while now. So yeah, yeah. Same, same for me. Only only take this. Well, I drink yeah. coffee occasionally, but uh, yeah, magic mind. It seems to be working in the morning. You know, I can have a more focus on it and and go and do stuff instead of procrastinating. Mm. Mm. So uh, we have a seminar coming up soon, don't we, Les? Yes, we're looking forward to it, and I'm happy that people are booking and booking and booking. It's, uh, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, so I've got, uh, yeah, as I say, I think a few, I think Kieran maybe. Have you, you booked today? Did you, Kieran? Yeah, I'm booked yeah. on it. Absolutely. <laughs> Good. I, I'd expect nothing less. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a few students going down, so that's that's nice. And hopefully, we've got some outside. So um, yeah. we're looking at um, reactive pad drills for for Kumite and and um, Kata, aren't we? So yeah. I think I think you're gonna go into more um, traditional approach. Are you um, you're gonna do kata based or kata based? Yeah, um, I, I, I mean it's something that because I, I, I obviously I do the combatives with um, Jamie Miller and I think Jamie was was the brainchild behind all the combative pad drills and having trained with somebody of that high level for so for some time, it kind of it, what what he does rubs off and 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 everything he does is. It's, it's all reactive training. So, you know, it's, it's not set patterns or set pieces. So, you know, the pad holders got jobs to do where they'll make you react or make you respond. Or is it, it's, it's like anything, isn't it? Like Muay, Muay Thai or, or, or boxers. There's a relationship between the pad holder and the person doing the drill. Sometimes it can be the person doing the drill dictating what the pads are doing. Sometimes it's the other way. Sometimes it's a combination of both. So, yeah, the, uh, the cat-based pad drills are... You know, um, I'll, I'll probably run through a cutter on the pads, and then we'll have a reactive drill on the back of that, on the back of that cutter. So I quite like working things that way, and it, it makes cool. the training more spontaneous as well. So rather mm-hmm. than you know what's going to happen next, you having to react to something in a live sort of situation. And, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So you know, I'm, I'm going to do a bit more sporting orientated. Um, combinations that are using in the club and, and how to build the drills and for different functions. And I think it's going to be interesting for, for every, everybody going to find something, you know, bit of a kata relation, bit of a self-defense, bit of a sporting. So it should be interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah, really looking forward to it. And then, yeah, the, the day before, there's a, there's a big seminar the day before you're going to, is it? Yeah, well, Ian, Ian uh, and Christian Vedevard. They yeah. put their their event and um, actually Christian gonna stay in my house so I'm going to pick him okay. up. So he, you know we good we good right. friends and yeah. to see the family well, and I've only met him the time he came over last year. Was it last yeah. year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was really nice, really really nice guy. He is. Uh, he is and, uh, I'm tempted to book on the day before. I've got to uh, see how the see how the land lies, <laughs> but I really want to. <laughs> I really want to, because, yeah, just to see him teach. I've not been on one of his seminars. I've only sort of shared, oh, we swapped, uh, we traded blows at my seminar mm. with, with Mal. Yeah. And and then I saw him the day after at your place. So, yeah, it's, mm. it came across as a really, really nice guy. Yeah, he's a very nice guy and and, and very skilled what he do. He, again, not my cup of tea. We build completely mm. opposite. Okay. Uh, he's so a big he's, guy, actually, he, isn't he? I didn't realise. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realise he was as big as he was till I met him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he doesn't yeah. like to throw. He doesn't like to roll, so he stays on the feet. <laughs> okay. 
but you know, we all got our ways, and but well, exactly, you know, yeah, yeah. On on a pe- personal level, we get on really well, and we become really good friends. So, so I'll be there checking the quality of the seminar if Ian's <laughs> doing a good job and and him. Yeah. So, so we'll see. I'm looking forward actually to it as well. But like I, I we were talking about it that you know when Ian does something near, usually it wipes out people and people go to Ian's seminar because. Is a you know well-established brand. Yeah, but this, this time yeah. you know we've got a, quite a few people who decided to come and do ours, which is a good news. So I was just yeah. telling Kieran that um, you need more recognition because you do the good stuff. It just not enough. I try. I try. It's quite nice. You, you, you actually sort of brought it to my attention. Somebody else did as well. That. Um, Karate Breakdown shared a, a yeah, little yeah. snippet of one of my, and it was, it was really cool, you know. It's, it's, it, was, it was a nice surprise. I was away uh, for the weekend down in Bristol going to see a gig, and then, uh, yeah, I got these messages on my phone saying, Oh, Brian, your, your video's been shared. So, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, Oh, bloody hell, because the, the channel's big, isn't it? You know, it's, it's yeah, um, yeah. yeah, but I don't know, 120, 30,000 subscribers, and to, to get yeah. that. You know, a video shared, you you feel like okay, I'm doing something right. You know, so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, well, I, so I, yeah, I, yeah, I think a year or two years ago he shared mine as well. Same Nehanchi, same thing, but oh, with a different script. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. But it's Nehanchi, nice, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to sort of get a little bit of recognition. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, mm. but we always joke in our dojo that um, Kieran's our poster boy. So <laughs> we're just saying he's a. Uh, Whenever we do a video, we have to have Kieran in it, and and, mm-hmm. and, he, and he shared a video with Kieran in it. So you know, maybe, yeah. maybe he was after he was after more subs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I fall the most realistically, you see. So I'm waiting for my Oscar any day now. <laughs> Soon, Kieran, you'll be like my Martin. He went for a Kikushin tournament and grading, and the guys come him. Are you that guy that Les is throwing all about? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's me. Right, I'm Martin. <laughs> so nice. Your face will be no. The boy who, the guy who is getting thrown, being yeah. thrown about. Well, actually, if, 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 if Kieran probably be able to tell it a bit better than I will now, but I'll, 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 I'll go along to introduce it. But Kieran took some of my students to Doug Connell's tournament, uh, uh, yeah. the, the Shogun uh, Practical, the Pax, Practical yeah. Applied Karate Tournament. Mm. And because uh, I, was, I was again, I was away. It sounds like I'm, I'm away all the time, but um, uh, but yeah, Kieran was getting uh, people kind of oh, are you, you know, are these your students, are you a, a personal <laughs> coach and stuff like that. Because they, they did well with the kids, didn't they, at the tournament? So yeah, yeah. If we took uh, we took three students, um, and they clear they did so so well. Um, like the quality of their kata. You know, their tenacity in the Kumite it was very impressive. You know, I mean, uh, and then it was uh, it was very much like, oh, they came away with the, at least a bronze, silver and gold in every category that they went in. And despite the fact that they might have been in a category with like, I don't know, 10, perhaps 15 other students mm-hmm. as well. You know, similar similar age, similar height, similar grade. And they yeah. did very well. Um, and, you know, I, it was funny because I had, I had one uh, parent come up, up after me at the end and say, are you a private karate instructor? I'm like, well, technically we're all private karate. I didn't want to get into a, what does that mean exactly? Just, uh, yeah, I, I teach in Dunstable. <laughs> I just left it at that. Yeah, I, I, do really, I, I do really like the practical, uh, the 
or the packed practical mm-hmm. application karate. We we done few few events with them. The only problem is, and Doug, if you listen to it, stop doing it. He always <laughs> books them on my wedding anniversary uh, right. or something really important. <laughs> And I value my life when I don't want to say yeah, to my yeah. sorry, I have to go for a karate. That'll be the last thing I say. <laughs> we, we all know which which fights to pick, don't we, really, <laughs> at the end of the day. Which ones we might win, which ones we're definitely going to lose. Yeah, it's a good it's, tournament, isn't it? It's a good one. Yeah, it's, it's, good. it's very unique. Mm, yeah, it's, it's well put together. And, you know, Doug himself, he's got a great team with him and they've got great students as well. You know, pretty full hall, full hall as well. I mean, every mat has got at least, I want to say, I don't know, eight to ten students on it minimum. So, yeah, and they pull in quite a crowd as well. So, absolutely worth going to. Hmm. Are you guys planning more competition? You planning the, to go to the combat karate? Well, um, not sure when the next uh, tournament's going to be. Waiting for Steve to put out his notice, but. Um, yeah, absolutely. As soon as the next one's on, I'm booking in. Mm. Do you know what? After seeing you this year, Les, I, I, I was almost, I almost entered, like <laughs> before, you know. So I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna compete this year. I've always, always wanted one last jolly. Do you know what I mean? I think, oh yeah, mm. just one more tournament. And you know, this year, like last week, I turned fifty-one, and I still, I still in my mind, I said, I yeah, I can still do that, you know. <laughs> but and I could, you know, I could, but it's just the injuries. That's all I worry about now, you know, being self-employed as well. Mm. You know, you think you know, if I come away with with, with something that's going to stop me from doing my job, mm. um, that's that's the, that's the biggest worry. For a minute there, everyone, it sounded like you were about to say, you know, the injuries. That's what I'm worried about. I want them to be able to walk out of everything as well. <laughs> no, we, we, I I enter it, and I, you know, I'm I'm 43 now, um, but Martin is 60. Sorry. Martin. Oh well, okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't so realize we both, was... we both yeah. entered it. Yeah, we turned up. Uh, last month, um, uh, sixty, but he's well preserved. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's he looks well. well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, but we both said to ourselves that we're entering, but the the main goal is to have fun and not get injury. So we, we didn't go, you know, hundred percent in a way. We didn't go for a battle. We went yeah. for a sparring. And I tell you, what. Quite, I don't know if, if brave is the right word though, Les, but as a, as a quiet instructor and as a public figure, as you are, you know, putting yourself on the mat, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a brave thing to do to step up, step up to the mark, I think, you know, because well, you could make yourself look really stupid. Today. <laughs> I could. We, 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 we all, we, we all could, you know, but as, 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 as a, as an instructor and a public figure, it's almost like there's a little more to lose, isn't there? You know? Yeah. 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 But you know, from other side, if I want my guys to go to the competition, somebody needs to lead. Exactly. Yeah. And I always, I always found when I, um, like, probably ten years, I think I stopped competing at forty. Actually, that's when I stopped. So prior to that, I'd always take a good squad to tournaments mm. because they would see, like, like you say, they see the instructor leading from the front. Uh, he's, 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 he's competing. Then you know, there's no excuse for me not to be competing. Mm. I've, I've got but, you know, for that now. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's it, right? You you shown your students know it. You've got the instructor. I I, I was in a position that um, the all the guys we brought except Danny, um, were they were actually over fifty except me, me and Danny, um, and they never done a competition in this format, right? 
So I thought the best way to encourage them is just to do it with them. Yeah. Um, and you know, and Dan needed help as well because he he's autistic. He was, you know, kudos to him because ten years ago he wouldn't go anywhere without his mum, and now he's going and doing the competition and. He you know, done really well as well. He came away yeah. with a medal as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's kind of it was kind of a um, cool thing and kudos to Steve because. He was Danny, Danny's autistic, and there was a boy with um, Down syndrome. But by accident, they didn't realize that they've got the people with disabilities, so they put them with the normal pool. So Danny was with me, and yeah. obviously he lost, right? And Danny wasn't very upset because we geared him, and I said, you know, it's a test one. You're going to go against the normal, norm, normal yeah. in quotes. Yeah, people. I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. so, you know, just do your best, and it doesn't matter if you win, lose, just experience, right? Mm. Um so he wasn't upset, but the other boy was very, very upset. But then I spoke with the, their coaches and I said, listen, why don't we speak with Steve and do the uh, division for them? So they done division for them. Mm. And Danny was better. But, you know, Danny's got the gold and the boy had a silver. Super happy because they have something. And actually, I was really proud of Danny because Danny was taking care of that boy. You know, he went to him and said, you know, Oh, don't worry about losing. It's a part of their growing, and and you know they instantly yeah. clicked clicked in, and they had a kind of a friend there. Yeah, who yeah. Was. Mm. Although my other student was so stressed that he put twice his headgear upside down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> won't won't name him, but <laughs> <laughs> but he knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, but you know um, that, that that's the cause of the stress, right? And just for that yeah. stress, it was worth going to see. It doesn't matter if they win or not. Just they step in. And took that adrenaline dump. Yeah. Well, this is what, yeah, this is what I think competing is important in in in, in martial arts. You know, so um, because you you are putting you stepping up to the mark, you, you do you do get that stress, and it's probably people talk. We mentioned self protection earlier. You you won't get that same stress level in the dojo that you do on the mat yeah. uh, in the tournament. You know, and it's probably the nearest thing that you'll get Safety. to yeah. an altercation. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I, I, I think. Only, it's, uh, on the end of the day, the other person wants to take your head off. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I think it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, I always try and encourage the students when, it's, when they know the tournament's coming up, you know, it's, it's something that I, I valued throughout my um, training going through the years. And like I said, Kieran's going, I mean, you're going through a lot of it now, aren't you, with um, trying to do your kudo and yeah. judo, judo tournaments and stuff like that you've done. So, and, and, and the karate do tournaments. It. Do mm. it, Kieran, while you can, because, you know, the injury is going to happen. It's like we've been sparring last Thursday in a club for half an hour, no problem. Then I sat down in Cesar, was talking to the one of the students, got up and sprained my ankle. So, you know, Ooh. it's creeps on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that is absolutely true. I mean, I, I've people like Brian and so many other martial artists, yourself, Les, and tons of people that I've met, everyone's gone through that period in their life where it's competition, competition mm-hmm. training, you know, putting them through their paces. And, you know, you get some absolute quality um, lessons out of that. And, you know, it just, I think when you do that, win or lose, and you get, when you're back in the dojo next, you know, you're fired up, you're, yeah. you know, you're motivated, that's self-motivation. And, you know, it, it's just more things to make you better. And that can only yeah. help. And as well, it's a reality check. So we, we, when we come back from the um, 
competition, you know, although most of the guys got medals, uh, I said to them, you know, go home, next session, give me your thoughts. And 90% of them came and said, well, um, twice shit as I thought I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good verification of what, what you can do actually under stress. Because it's all nice and do it in a sparring in a club. You can when you can do the plan and do stuff. But when you step in out there, the plan goes into the bin, and then you have to improvise a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I say when I first started competing, I had quite a few years of just losing. You know, I mm. lost a lot of fights. You know, and it just made me more determined. And, and you know, mm. towards the end of let's say the, the second half of my competing days I was you know I was always in in the, the organization I was with and we entered open tournaments as well mm-hmm. um, but within my organization I was always in the top top three or top four in, in tournaments then in the end but that was just just through losing a lot you know I'd lost a lot of fights and then it just made me more determined um, and that's that's, that's important lessons isn't it you, you, like, like we just said you don't get it from just the dojo you know you have to go and put yourself out there yeah, and as well, you know, going against different systems and styles. So I've been doing judo competition, I've been doing uh, wrestling, and I've been doing fighting boxers, been, even the heavyweights like Tommy, um, <laughs> which um, yeah. it was a really good experience. And I like what Tommy, I, I thought it's gonna be super light sparring. Okay. <laughs> said, it wasn't no? <laughs> when he punched me first, I thought, fuck. I've got the thing is, that was the... probably a light because he's a big fellow, isn't he? He's a big yeah, guy. Well, so, but, yeah. You know, I said, sent to him, oh, thanks, I've survived. And he said, yeah, I knew you would want a proper sparring. I wouldn't disrespect you going too easy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. you, you. You met Sensi Payne then, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, when it landed first time square, I thought, I'm not going to go. I'm going to be avoiding because he's going to knock me out. He's such a because he was very skinny when he was younger. He he's very fast heavyweight. Mm. Yeah, very fast. He might not look like it, but the the he's yeah, we, is very very fast. Well, I've not been in the ring with him, but we we did go to see him fight at York Hall, mm. which yeah. that was, yeah that was that was cool, you know. And uh, he had a bit more of a, a wrestling match in the boxing ring though. Mm, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the video. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he, he's yeah. a super super nice guy. He's and, a really uh, nice guy, yeah. As we br- bring him into conversation, and I think it's worth uh, mentioning just as advertising, not only our seminar, but um, you've got two events coming. You've got one, Bunker Bastards, um, pub training or... That's it, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I mean, we used to do pub it in, in, a, in a nightclub. Um, so it's... Uh, it, it, uh, Post-COVID, it's been really difficult to find venues now because I don't know why people don't want you dicking around in their nightclub during the day while they're not using it. Mm. So, yeah, Bob, we, Bob's very, very close to where Bob lives. There's a, a village hall, but it's a really good layout. So it has got a bar area. It's got, you know, little cloakrooms and stuff. So it's got the environments that, you know, that we used to have in the nightclub. So similar, similar environments. Um, just probably a lot less the sort of sticky floors, which is nicer. Mm. <laughs> so the nightclub is horrible for that when you're rolling around. So yeah, we've got that coming up in March 2024. Yeah. Um, so just on the outskirts of Oxford. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 hoping to to get to it and and participate myself because I'm interested in that kind of stuff. But it all depends on life and children and wife and. What yeah, other yeah. events have got? Because it's not, it's not your wedding anniversary, though. I think we made sure it wasn't. No, <laughs> so... it's, yeah, it's, 
Yeah. Just so, just uh, if Anna, if Anna listens, I do remember where it, where it, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> um, yeah. No, I just you know the, the the price of being popular and being teaching all the time on different seminars is you can't fit things you want to go. Yeah. There's so many things clashing, but the the most important thing I think I really enjoy the Bunkai Bash, and I'm really happy that it's coming back. Mm, and yeah. um, can you share some light on it? You've got some insight. Who's going to be teaching? I know that I'm I'm going to be teaching. Yeah, I mean it's. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I will be. Um, it's it's Andy's thing though. So you know, it's, it's uh, we don't. It's it's not a, a bunkai bastard's thing. So it's, oh, okay. it's Andy's. Yeah. So um, I, I, I'm I'm hoping he'll get Tommy back. You know, because mm-hmm. Tommy was really good at. Uh, I think what Tommy brings, and that's kind of what we'll be doing in in, in Haddenham in March. Tommy brings chaos, doesn't he? Mm. So I've seen some of the videos he, he shared uh, um, from from Denmark, and, and mm. Jan Jan Dratman absolutely loved him. He said, he said <laughs> all of the guys in Denmark loved Tommy. They said, "What a great thing it was!" And it was the chaos. And we we we, we trained with Tommy up at um, the BCA uh, in Wakefield. Mm-hmm. They, there's a quite a mental health uh, gig yeah. actually. So yeah, Tommy was teaching. Peter Constantine was teaching. Steve Lowe, um, Steve Williams, can't think of the other person. Uh, John Johnson. John Johnson, that's it, yeah, yeah, John's brilliant as well, yeah. But, um, yeah, again, at, at that venue, Tommy just bought the madness. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, I, 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 I need to, you know, I learned teaching with Tommy a few seminars that you need to put him on the end. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah because you definitely he definitely do. Because yeah. his sense of humour and, and stuff. He yeah, just, uh, he's, he yeah, he's He's got some fantastic quotes, hasn't he? And yeah, yeah, he has got yeah. He's really sharp, really good sense of humour. Put oh, me on the yeah. We've, we've, say, put me on the spot. Yeah, he's yeah. got me to pick a team name, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I think I said fuck knows actually. Right, team fuck knows. <laughs> so yeah, he's, uh, yeah. I've yeah. been I've been quoting him today in our class because uh, we've been doing Nihanshi applications and some of my students been like a linguini yeah but i think um maybe uh james brody lawrence or james uh james brody lawrence he's doing some um uh either bow or joe stuff stuff oh, okay so there'll be some weapons there this year which would be quite nice I have a feeling he might ask Demetrius, my Aiki Jiu-Jitsu instructor. I really, always... really enjoy. I really enjoy that session. He's such a nice guy and so open-minded, and mm, yeah. you see con- connections everywhere. Yeah, well, this is why I, st- I stuck with him, you know, because you know he is a good instructor, and I saw the connections with karate, and mm. and they're nice enough to let me teach karate at their at, at their club, so they're very open-minded. So, and you know, we see the crossovers uh, between mm. the arts and. So yeah, it, it, it may be maybe him teaching again. I can't I can't think of what else Andy said, but yeah, it's going to be good. You know, it's going to be good. It always is, isn't it? So yeah. um, I'm actually bringing family this year. Yeah, I mean, does your wife drive? Yeah, because there'll be things there'll be things that you know she, she could probably go off and do some nice things. Oh no, she, she's going to be she's going to be training on Sunday. She oh, wants cool. To, oh, yeah, she's a martial excellent. artist as well, but she because yeah. of kids, she she gave that part so yeah. i thought you know she said oh if you go on yeah. holiday i said oh, how about i train one day you train another <laughs> day doing so, shifts yeah, yeah that's fair mm-hmm. that's fair so i Make think sure it's gonna be really 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 good and i hope the weather will be nice and the kids will behave 
Well, this is the thing, isn't it, with the English weather? Mm. In the middle of June. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say that's the way with kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The English weather in the middle of June, you just never know what's going to happen. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be good. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I hope it's going to be better take than last couple of years that he had, last year he had to cancel it and he. So I hope people mm. are going to be. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, th I think last year. I think that just the stress of the year before is, is why he didn't do it, I think. Mm. Um, and I think the best one, the, the, the best attender was just before COVID, you know, and it was like, right, mm. this thing's gathering momentum now, so it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then COVID happened, you know, and then mm. it just kind of slowed things down again, um, yeah. like it did for everything, didn't it? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is just a shame. hard. Yeah, it is a shame. The Bankai Bash has got to be one of the best events ever for martial artists, just non-stop quality teaching, good laughs, food, drink, campfire. Can't beat it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree. It's very nice atmosphere and um and very nice laid out layout of the, you know, at least at the last time when I've been there, layout of the teachers and and crossover we, we did pretty much everything, didn't we? Yeah. Um Yeah, it's very good. So what have, have you got? Um, crime for mental health stuff coming up, Liz. That we need um, to know about. Uh, I think we're my, doing one with you actually, aren't we? So I'm doing yeah. one with you. Yeah. Yeah. So I do. I do need to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be 22nd September. I think we agreed, and that works for everybody. So it's gonna be you guys from Bunkai Bastards. Uh, it's gonna be uh, Somerset Applied Karate. So Joe and Greg. Okay. okay cool. Yes. Uh, Peter Jones is gonna do a talk about the first aid and his book, mm, and okay. I'm gonna and I'm gonna do a talk about mental health. Um, I, I decided, you know, usually I take people who are quite well known, and I think that we've got enough momentum and people coming in that we can actually start bringing people less known that I think they should be more known, like Bunkai Bastards and. Uh, uh, Somerset Applied Karate so I want to use it as a platform now to promote people you know I had so much help promoting Karate for Mental Health that it's time to start giving back mm. if that makes sense yeah I mean, that's, that's very decent of you Liz <laughs> you know it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's lifting each other up isn't it it's, 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 it's yeah different. exactly yeah. so you know I, I had a hand and, and Ian and other people helped me you know Don and, and other people and so I think it's only just to do the same thing and, and promote their people. And, you know, I never expected that Karate for Mental Health going to explode. That We've got like six, seven seminars a year in different parts organized by different people. And all the yeah. money goes to the good cause. So Yeah, because it's, yes, it's, I was going to say, it's not all you anymore, is it? So obviously no, John Johnson no. does an area. Then you've got somebody else doing some some another area. So, so John Johnson does most of it. He's doing okay. from Corn from Cornwall to Bristol. <laughs> <All right, well, laughs> he took over. Um, but you know, he, John is well known in UK and he's got a you know lots of connections, so they're just using that. In Cornwall now, uh the Atlantic Kev, Kev. Atla Atlantic Karate and Kevin Cook, they yeah. do their own. So we're planning something to do with Kevin, but I'm going to Cornwall as well to teach for Atlantic Karate. Um, okay. And they've got a good seminar coming there as well. There's going to be six of us teaching. 
Uh, Miles doing something in Wales from time to time as well with uh, Lin Yehu. Um, Scotland, we've got Jamie Gray. He's doing stuff. But what I like about it is that it's not the organization per se. So I'm not collecting money from anybody. Everybody's independent and they... They're doing it for their own causes. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we've got lots of different organizations. um, But it's under the banner. uh, Benefiting, yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, I I moved towards having my own project. But I have to say it's a struggle to get people. I try to reach out to charities, but everybody seems to be... uh, protecting their own clients yeah, so yeah. don't go there because it might be better like in karate right don't yeah. go to that dojo because it's going to be better yeah. so yeah. I'm struggling with that you know I'm, I'm hanging in the hall and we've got the six people coming on a good day so I think I might because I'm getting really really busy with my own teachings and, and stuff so my own work um, that I'm probably going to stop that project and start fundraising for charities again Okay. Yeah. which I'm not a fan of because you know I'm not a fan of people getting 400 grand a year mm. um, wages and and less money going into their courses. For the charity, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the people that you you're, you're teaching during the day that is a karate for mental health kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so and, the fa- the funds we raise is going straight to that. I yeah. don't take any money. And are they? I take it. I'm 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 assuming they're seeing the benefits of karate training. You know, the, yeah, these new yeah. students. Yeah. Which is nice. Must be nice to see. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. It's just you know, I thought there's going to be more, more people, right? It's quite of expensive getting hold, and Dan is getting a little bit of a payment as well for teaching, and it's just disappointing seeing two, three people. But we'll see. I'm going to keep it for a few more months because I've got money left over from last seminar, so I want to make sure that none of that money goes to my pocket and and goes yeah. and you can track it and you know see where we, where it went. And that's the other thing, you know, more money coming in, the more kind of possibility for people to go say, well, where that money go in, right? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. I, if I put it towards the charity, uh, I don't have any people having doubts. So, but you know, yeah. if anybody wants the receipts and stuff like that, I can provide them. Exactly, yeah. Mm. But it is, you know, it's, it's, I'm very happy that it's grown. It's from Australia to UK, Europe. So it's crazy, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, well, I should char- start charging and I could get my yacht. <laughs> you need to, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to be the MD at the top, getting the four, yeah. 400 grand salary. This is what you need. <laughs> but you know, it, it is as well kind of a fake fake percep- perception. That's why I, I like to put on a post on the Facebook that, you know, I've got a shitty day and things don't go according to plan. Because I, I, I think people perceive me more successful than I really, really am. Only because you know you're posting the good stuff on the Facebook and and stuff. So that's mm. what we all do, isn't it? Yeah, nobody yeah. nobody posts the shit stuff, do they? <laughs> you know, yeah. So, yeah. so you know, I, I've got I I, I I starting to get emails from people. I can feel that uh, they want to ride on my back because they think I'm more famous than I am. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, yeah. I think that's the price of being medial and and putting yourself out there. Mm. Yeah, but I mean. Yours, I don't, I don't, it maybe explode is the wrong word, but you, you're putting a lot into it, though, aren't you? And it, I found with the thing, the way content works now, you don't have to put as much work in to put out as much content. Mm. So before, I'd be trying to put out instructional videos for for for, for cat or for applications. Yeah. Now it's just like ten seconds. You know, you just show yeah, a yeah. technique, 
and it could just be a snippet from class and it, it takes no effort at all, does it? And, yeah. Mm. Well, I, I have to say that last few weeks, um, I can't be bothered. I'm really tired of it. Tired yeah. of trying, you know, getting your <laughs> stuff. And I want to focus a bit more on podcast again because I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, although it's a, for me, it's a lot of work because I'm not a very structured person. So if I do like a script, I always fuck it up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and no, it doesn't nice. sound, it doesn't sound it's... real. It's better to have a relaxed chat, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always better. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, the 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 Instagram and TikTok and all that. I was, I was going to talk about your trials because you've got a good way of dealing with trials, whereas I just ignore yeah. them. I just think. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just a. At the moment, it's very quiet. <laughs> Nobody wants to mess with me. Scared them all off, Les. <laughs> yeah, which is which is strange because when I was afraid of trolls, you know on the very, very beginning when I started putting videos, the, the judgmental side of it, it was really stressful for me. I had loads. But mm. since I just like, you know, well, okay, with some guy somewhere, it, it doesn't bother me at all. I can reply because, you know, it translates to sell of my books. When I've got yeah. a good troll, I can see on the stats that the book's selling better. Wow. So, you know, I'm using yeah. them as a free advertising. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I just tend to just block and delete. I just can't be bothered with it. I just think, yes. Yeah, but, uh, you know, my, my goal with them was until it doesn't take too much of my time, Yeah, I can do it. But, you know, if yeah. it's going to be too much, I'm just going to be blocking because there's no point. I actually blocked it. After that five seminar, I shared a video of two guys who are 50-something and 60. And obviously, you know, we've done the spinning back kicks and, and the body doesn't work like that. And I had a few idiots, sadly from Poland, um, you know, commenting, oh, this is shit. You know, where yeah. did they get belts? And it doesn't bother me when people pick on me, but it makes me furious when people picking on yeah. other people. Mm, so yeah. I blocked them and I actually took the video down. Um, but, you know, everybody had a great fun and they did, did, did whatever they can. But lots of people in karate viewing techniques and what's shown through the prism of 20-year-olds, very mm. flexible 20-year-olds and yeah. and top athletes, which 90% of us are nowhere near. No, but this is it, yeah. We're all hobbyists at the end of the day, aren't we? Exactly. Take it very seriously. We take it very serious hobbyists, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah not, not professional athletes, athletes. yeah. Well, you yeah. know, the, those who are the top athletes, they're just gifted, right? They've got the mobility, mm. they've got the power. Of course, yeah. hard work as well. You cannot take them from them. But 90% of us just are not geared. You know, I'm never going to be kicking super high because my hips are not designed to do that. So for me, you know, you, you know, it's if you give your best, then I'm happy, right? It doesn't have to look perfect. And you've got to fun and, and give your best. That's all, all bo- boxes ticked. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I think it's nearly midnight, so I let you go. Thank you for um, chatting with me. Thank you. And um, we're gonna share that soon. Hopefully, people are gonna uh, enjoy. I'm gonna listen through that again and put all the links to the events and stuff in the description, so people can uh, book Bunkai Bastards and stuff like that, and and Brian and, and my seminar. And we're gonna have fun in the future. Awesome. Thanks for having us on, Les.
Appreciate it. Pleasure. And if I won't see you, I probably will see you before. Um, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, yeah. Merry right, Christmas. Uh, Christmas, Christmas trees in the in the video. You watch the video. <laughs> yeah. Mine, mine. Other day, landed on the floor because kids was playing and just managed. Oh, what to what you got behind you there, Les? What's that? Is that a small tree? A table tree? That's a, that's a tiny. Yeah, that's a, that's a tiny <laughs> okay. tree. If yeah. that would be up to me, we wouldn't have You're... any trees till twenty-four. <laughs> oh, bar humbug! <laughs> I've got that's my hat. Right. I am bar humbug. Actually, it's yeah. quite funny. Every time we're driving past and I see the lights, I said to kids, "That's illegal. That's against the law." <laughs> <laughs> nah, that is just your law. Just your law. <laughs> that's your bonsai. Your bonsai Christmas tree, isn't yeah. it? Actually, you... actually, I want to buy the normal, but um, life Christmas tree and put it in a, in a garden and then in a. After Christmas, chop it up to the bonsai. Okay. Mm, so we'll see. I might, might wait to buy it after Christmas when it's going to be cheaper. Cheaper, cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Because I'm bah humbug and I'm stingy as well, Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's another little, one of your little sidelines, ain't it? The, the, the bonsais, you like. Uh... Yeah, I do enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I keep saying to my friends that I'm much older inside because I do bonsai, I drink uh, green tea and now magic mushrooms. And I would like to drive Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> All the boxes yeah. ticked for Asian dog. All right, yeah. then, guys. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, yeah. this is the next one. Right. Cheers, Les. Take care, Les. Cheers. Many thanks, mate. You happy with everything?